Welcome to the Language Hacking Podcast from Fluent in Three Months. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Language Hacking Podcast. I'm your host, Benny Lewis, and in today's episode, I wanted to talk about mental health struggles with being a language learner. And I'm going to talk a bit more specifically about my own experience, especially related to the fact that last year I did have a very intensive language project. And in fact, I've been a bit delayed on doing this, but I have uploaded the final video showcasing my level of Korean. So if you want to check that out, then click the links in the show notes or just go to the Fluent in Three Months YouTube channel and you'll see my final video upload of Korean. When I'm reflecting on that project, it has a unique context because the project before that one was in 2013, and this project for Korean was in 2023. So that's a 10-year gap, and a lot of stuff happened to me in those 10 years. I went through divorce, debt, depression, burnout, obesity, and a lot of other things that just made life a lot more difficult. But fortunately, I'm on the mend now. I'm obviously doing a lot better. I'm back in travel mode and I'm using all of my languages. Uh, But having said all of that, there's still a certain process with recovering from a traumatic experience in your life or a very difficult period like the one that I went through. And I had to keep this in mind when it came to getting back into language learning. And this is why, even though the worst of everything that happened to me had all passed well over five years ago, I still decided to give myself a break of years instead of months. So even when I had moved away uh, to somewhere away from problems I had specifically in New York, I had a new home, I still realized I was not in the mental space yet to be taking on very difficult and intensive language projects. So I am very glad that I gave myself years instead of months to work through all of these things, to go easy on myself. And then finally, I felt like you're never completely recovered. And that's something very important to keep in mind if you've gone through something difficult It's not a case of a binary, you're ready or you're not ready. It's more that with time, as you recover, presuming nothing else drags you down, you are in a much stronger position to take on some kind of a difficult challenge in your life. You're not necessarily going to be 100% as good as you were before. And that was the case with me for Korean, that I definitely didn't learn the language at the same speed as I would have had my previous projects. But having said that, I'm still very pleased with how I ended up. Like, Even though it was a project that only lasted a few months, I still got to a basic conversational stage for a language as different as Korean. And the video, I think, is 20 minutes long of me and a native speaker having a pretty decent conversation, obviously within the limitations that you would expect for beginner conversational. So absolutely not at the fluent level yet. I may come back to Korean at a future time. But even so, I'm very pleased with how far I went in the language, given everything that I had been through and hoping that I had recovered enough to be able to take on a project like this. Effectively, I gave myself the right amount of time to recover. And then I took on this project and I blasted straight into it. I definitely, for the first month, made huge progress with my Korean 
Uh, you can see even just a few weeks in, I was already starting to have my first basic conversations and I upload videos for that. But what was definitely different compared to my other projects and the reason for the whole three months in my entire brand name is that three months for me, for the vast majority of my experience as an adult language learner, has been this very magical number. It's been like a Goldilocks zone of not too much time that I lose interest or I run out of momentum or it's a goal that's too far in the future for me to really get pushed by it. But it's also not too little time that I can make significant progress if I'm doing it intensively. And three months for the longest time was that ideal number for me. And I would do what I did this time. The months leading up to the project, I would actually be working extra hard on my main jobs so that I could be clearing my workload as much as I possibly could and be free for those three months. So I did do that this time. I did everything I possibly could to make sure that I was prepared for this experience to remove any obstacles that could have been in my way and to make sure I was in the right state of mind. And for that first month, it definitely worked very well. I did a lot. I made a lot of progress. But after that, I'd say because I'm not 100% recovered from everything that happened to me, it was quite a lot that happened to me. I started to lose that momentum in the uh, second to third month, and I definitely didn't make the kind of progress I wish I could have made. But I'm okay with that. I'm fine with the effort I put in. I'm very lucky that there weren't any external factors because I have had other projects where other things were going wrong. In one project, I got very sick and I couldn't make any progress for several months while I was very ill. That didn't happen this time or some other external factor to make things difficult. It was all just me versus my mental health. And I'm glad that I gave it my absolute best. And it was a very good learning experience. It gave me the confidence to be learning languages again. This is another thing that I, t I took into account. And something that, especially if you're coming back into languages after a long time yourself, or if this is your first language project that you're learning, uh, I really want you to keep going easy on yourself because the first project has a lot of an uphill battle included in it, including the first project after a long break. Because you need to get that momentum back. You need to relearn things that work ideally for you and pick up new tricks and just to feel that confidence again. Because getting back into language learning after a long time, that's one thing that I was suffering from a lot is a lack of confidence. And I started to gain that confidence back slowly but surely during this project. The project itself, whether it was a success or not, it has absolutely transformed my current language learning ability that I'm feeling as confident as I used to be. And I feel ready to take on whatever language project comes my way in the future. And I can do it with a bit more of a level of intensity like I had in the past. So very important to keep that in mind. Go easy on yourself if this is your first project. Regardless of what your general potential may be for how good of a language learner you may be, there's still this uphill battle that you have to push through to get that initial momentum. So really don't go too hard on yourself, especially if it's a project after you've recovered from some kind of a difficult period in your life. So I put that intensive work during the initial three months and the hope was that when I moved to Korea, I would continue that progress, potentially maybe getting it up to fluency. 
But one thing I've definitely noticed with this uh, mental health recovery stage that I'm in is that running out of energy, like this uh, energy level is, is most certainly a lot lower than it used to be. And I could not put the same level of effort while I was in South Korea. So I went easy on myself. I did not go hard on myself and say, you should do this, Benny, come on. I took up the opportunity while I was in Korea to focus on traveling and to use the Korean that I did know to make as many friends as I could given the limitations. So because of that, I I look back on this project and I think to myself that I absolutely did the best that I could have done given all of the setbacks I was coming from and giving all of the advantages that I had and I had no external setbacks, which is why I am very pleased with this even though I'm sure people online could look at this project, criticize it, say the initial uh, ambition is too much, that they don't like that. And I always feel that ambition is such an important driving factor, while also not being hard on yourself, turning this into a binary fail or a pass. So I really hope this context of what I'm talking about from my experience last year learning Korean. I hope you take that into account with your own language learning experiences this year. Don't go too hard on yourself. Push yourself as much as you can, but also be aware that if you're recovering from something difficult, it's okay to make the, in a way, side purpose of this project to simply get your momentum back and it'll help you with future projects. And as I record this now in Brazil, I'm back into uh, deep diving into my Portuguese and I'm doing much better with that than I did when I was in Brazil a year and a half ago. And that's in large part because of the difficult Korean project kind of wiping off all the rust and the dust from my brain, as it were, and making me feel a bit more of an active language learner. So I really hope that this message gets through to somebody who needs to hear it, that sometimes a language project can be about getting that momentum, regardless of the success of the project itself. And that was a big lesson that I learned in 2023, and I'm going to take that forward with me. I'm going to make sure I have good balance to make sure that my mental health continues to improve so that when the time comes for another very intensive language project, I should be ready for it. So I hope you've enjoyed that. And as always, if you want my personal help with your language project, please do be sure to check out languagehacking.com BC. And that is our bootcamp where I will be directing you along with other language coaches. And you'll see me during live streams uh, where you can ask me questions directly. And uh, we give you all the resources that you could possibly need to successfully learn your own language in an intensive period of time with all of this experience from other language learners included, as well as their own mental health discoveries from their own journeys. So I hope you check that out. Thank you very much for listening as always. And until the next time, happy language learning. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Language Hacking Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you found this episode valuable and want to help us out, please leave a review at languagehacking.com forward slash review. The Language Hacking Podcast is presented by Benny Lewis and produced by Kitachai Boonthong, with special thanks to the Fluent in Three Months team. The theme music was written and performed by Shannon Kennedy. Find the show notes at languagehacking.com forward slash podcast. 
Thank you for listening and happy language learning.